Listening Dog Media. The Hot Mess Mum. The mum most likely to send her kids to school in regular clothes on non-school uniform day. The mum who forgets to sign the permission slip for school trips. The mum who has probably put leftovers in her kids' lunchbox on more than one occasion. But most importantly, the Hot Mess Mum is actually rocking it and is doing a far better job than even she thinks. Please welcome our Hot Mess Mums, telling it as it is, Kelly and Jenny Powell. Hello, it's the Hot Mess Mums Club with me, Jenny Powell. (laughs) And me, Kelly Peck. Uh, Our guest this week, well, she is the funniest lady in Leeds, if not in the UK. Uh, 42, she was Series 13 of Britain's Got Talent, the only female finalist as well. Uh, We're so excited. It's Siobhan Phillips. Hello. Yes. Hello. That's a weird wave, isn't it? Look, hello. I've got some flowers behind me. I've been to a graveyard this morning. <laughs> <laughs> trying to make it look all homes and gardens. Oh, in it it's a nice backdrop. Know, so you're yeah. in Wakey. Wakey is, um, Wakey. as Kelly calls it. She's uh, more familiar with those parts, I think, up there. Oh, well, I'm on there, but not there. Yeah. Yeah. That was Wakey Wakey. It's just nice to be talking to adults and not... I've got um, a four-year-old and we're doing Play-Doh discos every morning on homeschooling, which can absolutely kiss my ass because I'm sick of it now. (laughs) I'm not even getting paid. Like I've not earned a penny for a year because I'm an entertainer, supposedly. And we've obviously had this this thing called coronavirus. Don't know if you've heard of it. And and so, like, I've not earned it, but now I'm an actual teacher. But I'm not not really good at it. I try my best. You'll be doing so much better than you realise. I think every mum and dad out there right now feels like that as well. Because we're not teachers, are we? Let's face it. Once they go to school, we're like, yes, they're gone. We get our own time back. So, you know, they have them at home. Yeah. The problem is as well, we're teachers being overwatched by teachers. (gasps) See, that's the key. That's why it gets painful. I'm regressing. I'm like, I feel like I've I've won when I like sneak out during the session. (laughs) And I like get something to eat out at the fridge, and then I'm like, "Ha ha! Look, you didn't know I did that." And it's pathetic, really. And also, the teacher, she's like, "I've got knickers older than her, and she's really like beautiful and young, and she's quite enthusiastic, you know, because she's not had life batter her down like we have." Mm-hmm. And she's all like, "She, I bet she even believes in unicorns and stuff." And she's so pretty and happy. And Kevin's is like, "Oh, mummy, I love her. She's so fun." And I thought, "Well, yeah." Because she's got the energy to be fun. I can't be fun 24-7, can I? <laughs> is she a mum or is she just a teacher? Do you know, does she have kids? She's, she's just, she, she looks like she's 12, so I don't think she's even popped no. any out yet. <laughs> so That's I can't wait she's so enthusiastic and happy, Siobhan. <laughs> I know, yeah, yeah. And we all have to like record what we've done and put it online. So sometimes what I do, I'll take pictures through the week and I'll filter them through and pretend we've done right good things every day. Does anybody else do that? It's just me, isn't it? And now now she's probably listening to this now and she knows I'm a fraud. <laughs> do you know what? I want you to meet Keith Lemon. Just sit, I think you two in a room would just be fantastic. Honestly. I'd love to, but he doesn't even know I exist. Oh, just I'm going to make know. sure he does. Don't worry. I'm going to tell can, him today. We can introduce you yeah. to Jenny, do you know, Jenny, do you yeah. know it? Look at your name, casually name-dropping at this time of the I day. I am. I'm sorry, you I am, yeah. Because I, I used to watch you on Wheel of Fortune and that you've been around and you look like, <laughs> you must be like Benjamin Button because you're getting younger looking. <laughs> when I were a kid, you were there like in your flashy dresses or with that Nicky Campbell, I don't know. But yeah. you just... 
you're just like you're just amazing. I know we're really frightened coming on because both of you two, you don't look you don't look haggard. You're not. And and I was thinking if I put flowers behind me, I might look a bit might be more soft but you saying that you're all haggard do you know what you've got that energy and um you you've got that that personality where there's no way you're ever going to be anything like that because um i think we all need it at the moment you know we all need to laugh and we all need to see the funny side of stuff and i think when you're like that youth exudes you yeah because i do i like just it just all comes out doesn't it it's like i don't need therapy because all i ever do is just spill everything to anybody that's there and i that's just how you get it all out of your system. We've got to ask you about Britain's Got Talent. We've got to talk about that. I really want to know how it all happened for you. And do you know what I mean? Because you are a knockout. So it's a massive bloody deal getting up there in front of all those people, bloody Simon Cow and everything else and putting yourself out there. I mean, I know, you know, you must have felt the nerves and everything, but you wowed them. They loved you. So how did it all happen? just wanted a day out. I was sick of being a mum, right? Because she was at that age where she was just a knobhead. And, um, you know, like around two, oh, I don't like them at that age. And so I just thought, well, I'll just get my flask and my sarnies and I'll just, I'll nip out for a day out. And I'd been asked to do it a few times and I just ah. never had the nerve to, to do it. And then I went and did it. And I, I, it just seems like a different person when I look back now on that. Because it was so... The stuff they have you doing, like, just for maybe two seconds of VT, they'll have you, you do maybe three hours filming, you'll know yourselves, it's just, so it all, I look back on it and I don't know how I got through it, it was really stressful, a lot more stressful than I showed outwardly. Yeah, you you look amazing, and the final, you were just so relaxed, I mean, it because was like... I, I nearly ruined it in the semis, I was, I was having, just before the semis, I didn't enjoy it, I thought, what are you doing it for if you're not enjoying it? There's, mm. I enjoy doing my shows, but then that's a different ball game altogether, because you've got everybody and the mothers on Twitter trolling you and stuff and and that was new to me and I when I met Ruth Lansford when I did this morning she said to me that she's from speaking to me she said yeah you are gregarious and you seem like you've got this this um tough skin but I don't it's all that's why people do act because Mm. deep down I'm really shy (laughs) I am though that sounds ridiculous what I'm saying so I came off Twitter at first, because I was getting some awful comments. I don't mind taking How the piss out of Yeah. But that's just them. They're trying to stripping down the vests and they're just sat like on the keyboards, aren't they? Like, and they've yeah. probably got a blow-up doll in the bedroom and that. So it was just things about me weight. Well, I do that myself. I am the one who will start the jokes. You sit down. You're not doing it. I'll do it. Mm. But I got all this, this shit about being fat and then, oh, you know, and it, it, was, just, it was just annoying because if that's all they can go at, then... Yeah. Was it mostly, was it women or men? Just out of interest. Men, mainly was men. It, men. Really? Yeah. Gosh, it's because yeah. they just wanted me. Like, don't hate me because you hate me. It's one of them, isn't it? Yeah, um, absolutely. <laughs> I went on it specifically because my dream was to do a tour where people came to see me. And that is, that's the only reason I wanted to do it. After 27 years of doing really bad gigs, and well, not all bad gigs. I did loads of ships. I'm like Jane McDonald's younger sister. Mm. Um, <laughs> no, I look like a mother. But no, I, I did all that. And then I thought, I want people to actually be there because they want to be there. So then I'm riding this crest of a wave and people are coming to see me. And I only did six of the tour dates mm. and then coronavirus. Mm. And I thought if it were raining soup, I'd have a fork. It, it's just mm. like I've always had really bad luck. I've had awful managers. 
I've had just just really like just in the right place and then all of a sudden it's the wrong time I don't know it's just it gets on me on my nerves it really does well you've set yourself up you're ready and raring now after your amazing performance and the reaction you have get forget have had you know uh, forget that crap on twitter um there's the thing is right Siobhan, there's always people like that no matter who oh, yeah. you are what you do there is always that um and, there, and that's because there's always those sorts of people i think mm-hmm. you know we've got to turn it around and it's um you know but you're you're set up now i think you set your stall out as my friend caroline says from warrington set your stall out Jen. you've set it up um and it's ready and raring to go and like everyone i think you've got to shift and move you know we've got to do things a bit differently and approach stuff differently and um you know it's it's a travesty what's happening in the entertainment world um you know i was sort of like living off doing loads of events um like huge events um all gone everything and i just sort of like you know it was just crossing out every day on the diary um, I doing that, and that feeling you get used to it and you just take i just constantly went on the phone and took out the dates each one each one yeah and yeah and you get used to it and you also get desensitized to it and that's not a good place to be because i feel like i must have had a breakdown at one point last year Mm. I'm sure like everybody did at some in in the entertainment industry especially because mm. it's what you've done all your life and and you it's it's a part of your identity yeah and then just seeing it just oh another one's gone another one's gone and just shocking and, let, and unless you're at the highest level um that they're the only people that it's not really affected because presenters are still presenting and mm. but if you're at this this level then it's there's nowhere to go mm. so but I think people really need a, a really good, um, a good laugh, like somebody very funny that they can really sort of get down with. I feel like when this all we come out of this, someone like you would just be a breath of fresh air for everybody. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I don't think, I you know, because so. like yeah. Jenny said, we are past the falseness and the, you know, everything being perfect and whatnot. And we do, and I think somebody like you has got so much to give and and people want that you know once it all lifts they'll be crying out to come and see somebody like you i know i would well um shall we tell them how they can come and do that well i'd love it because yeah i'm ready and raring as the love child of peter k and victoria wood i want to know Right, so um, if you can spell my name, it's S-I-O-B-H-E-N, Siobhan Phillips. I'm on all socials and um, I've got my own website. Uh, it's siobhanphillips.co.uk and you can get tickets for my show. I'm going all over. I'm going to places like Chipping Sodbury. I just love saying that. Uh, but yeah, um, going all over and I don't really know where. That's why I'm just directing you to the website because I don't, I don't even look at them because I'm just thinking, are they even going to happen? So we've already taken March and April out because they can't go ahead. So mm. it's starting in May. Yeah. somewhere I don't know where. <laughs> when you go it's not just I do my comedy songs but I do like tear jerkers and you look around and there's not a dry seating house it's one of them and then I do like my stand-up but I'll talk to audiences if like they're in my front room and and I'll get oh, to know about them and, and it's just it's like a really fun evening and it sounds like a one-woman show sort of like just all your talent <laughs> <rolled> <laughs> I'm right tight Yorkshire but no, it's just, it really is fun. And I never really know what's going to happen. I do have a script. Mm-hmm. And if things are not going well, that's what I'll stick to. But I tend to go off on a tangent. And Do you prefer that? Would you prefer to be, like, completely spontaneous? Not completely, no. There's, there's a knack to making it look completely unrehearsed, which I'm right. quite good at. 
Mm-hmm. But there, there is because I've done it such a long time, you you can make it look like that. Even it's like the swan and the duck thing in it, where the legs are like that underneath. Yeah. Um. But it's it's just I love going on tour because I'm like Alan Partridge. I always like to stay in a travel log. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't put PVC pants on, but well, I sometimes do. And I just, I love it because, like, you get you get your monster punch, don't you? And you're like, look at me, I'm absolutely rock and roll. I'm, I'm in a chuffing travel lodge, and I'm going to chip in Sodbury, and I'm just living the vid loca. And the thing is, I can be home again. Like, so, yeah. sometimes, even if I'm in Leeds, I say, oh, I need to get an overnight stay just to escape from Paris for a bit. Because- you just want a night off, don't you? It works some. It works your way sometimes, yeah. I'm often like working, but I'm not really. Uh, you just extend it for the odd, you know, odd night or two, just to have a breather. Maybe get a face mask on. Yeah, I do a fit. Yeah, I definitely do that. Them ones that stick like a big condom on your head. Yeah. I, one of them. But um, I, I love. I think you're a better mum if you have a bit of time away. Do you? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And she's in this Home Alone phase. We've got to watch Home Alone every day, and I love in there. Like. I feel like just showing her like what he's like now, but I'm not going to do that because I don't want to kill all her dreams. But she's saying, oh, mummy, can I be in films? Because he's only seven. And I'm saying, no, you can't be in films. You're like Drew Barrymore. You'll be on drugs when you're five. We're not having that. <laughs> I want to be a plumber. I don't want her to be in this crazy business because it's a fake, awful business. Mm. I mean, some people are nice, but the majority of them are knobheads. And so I just want her to like be a plumber or a welder. You know, some of with- <laughs> I'm only kidding. It's just, it's just crazy. It's like, but if I'm honest, I do quite like the minutiae of of the little life. I'm getting a bit scared to, to go out in wide world again. Because, yeah. do you either of you feel like that? It's nice to I've become a bit like agoraphobic. It, it yes. does that yeah, to you, though, doesn't it? Yeah, I think it's a bit like when you have a newborn, isn't it? Do you know, like you're at home with them a lot, and you're not going to work, and you're not doing yourself up, and you're not do, sort of mm. doing anything for yourself because you're with them. And then when that time comes to, to get back to it, you kind of freak. You're like, I, yeah. I don't know what to do. Because when you were saying it's like having a newborn, it took me straight back, and I did go a bit crazy because you are just in all time. Yeah. And one day I did patterns on my mirror with my breast milk. <laughs> like, oh, that's on my mirror with, with me, like, and it because anyway, I, I had to get that off my chest. Do you know? I think people that have had a baby in lockdown are quite lucky mm. because you don't even have to see your relatives. I'd literally got yeah. home and five minutes later in the old trams. Oh, I'm making a cup of tea. No, yeah. they don't talk like that. Uh, but I'm sat there with my family hanging out and they're all wanting a cup of tea. And like, what yeah. the hell? Get out of my house. So now you're in lockdown. You're like, uh, don't have to see you. It's been really good for the family that you can't stand, but you have to put up with. You're like, oh, you can't come in my house. We're level 85. Yeah. So you just do that, don't you now? And you don't have to see them anymore. And then, oh, did you not get your Christmas card? It must be the post. Because everything's down to Corona now, isn't it? You know, like if, if there's a lightning bolt, it's your house, it's Corona. Everything's like, we're going to use this for 10 years because we're all apathetic and we're all lazy. We're like, oh, did you not get that email? Oh, well, it's Corona. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's one of them. That, that could be the name of your new tour. I blame Corona. She yeah. one blames Corona. I think there's something in that. Yeah. I'm going to call it the tour that never toured because of bastard Corona. There you go. <laughs> and it's got swears in it and it's supposed to be family friendly, so I'm not allowed to say that. So what was it like? What, what, looking back, like you were saying, um, obviously the first few months, it's interesting because, Kelly, you, you struck a chord there because you don't go out for about... You don't go out for ages, do you, when you have a newborn? I can't remember that. I just used to cry rocking in a corner because I couldn't put the pram together. Right. And And did you have, I didn't know you had postnatal depression. Sorry, I didn't realise. 
No, I, I, I never spoke. I've never spoken oh. about it. Okay. Um, and I was shocked because with me being this clown, mm. the last person you'd expect to yeah. suffer. But I, if you look at what happened to me from the lifestyle I was leading, I were here, there and everywhere on ships. I were in Argentina one day, then I'd be back in work next. And I'd never really had the responsibility. Mm. And I think it, it knocked me for six. So I think it was a situational thing, but also... Mm hormones are a bugger aren't they so i went to lorraine my midwife who was the best she's retired now because i remember being frantic throughout I'd, i ate a piece of swordfish by accident how does that happen oh, i fell on a piece of swordfish <laughs> and then i read <laughs> so i ran up to lorraine at the doctor's and said lorraine i've had some i've had some, I've had some swordfish and she went siobhan i've got ladies who are on crack cocaine and they have perfectly healthy babies she just calmed me down did lorraine she, she like just said that she's like so that got it in perspective. But I would crackers. I would crackers because right. I'm one of these people. I'm, I, I like to do everything to the best of my ability. But mm-hmm. they don't come with a handbook. Mm. No, they don't. And it, it's interesting because, it, like you say, that it's double whammy pressure because you know you're the funny one. You're the one who's like, "Come on, everyone!" All smiles. That whole facade. Um, that you know, because it is a role you play, and I think it, it, it's tricky sometimes because you you can sometimes put your, that pressure on yourself. You know, just saying, "Yeah, but people expect me to be like this now." And actually, I'm not. Um, so you know, you, you're managing a lot of stuff there because of what you do. Definitely, yeah. And when she was ten weeks old, I went on the first on on the first gig, and it it was too soon in mm. hindsight. Um, yeah. I missed her so much because it's she's the part of your body, and I need like really I wasn't under any financial pressure, but I had this thing in me, like you've just said, Jenny, that I had to be that person. But mm. I was the only one putting that pressure on myself. Sometimes yeah. we can be our own worst enemies because we. We are the ones with the voices in our heads. I'm just watching that Carl Pilkington thing at the minute. Sick of it. He's brilliant. I love that. I have that other person with me all the time, which is me, telling me I am the one that, that I, I stop myself achieving things because I have that inner voice that he has. It's hilarious You need to, if you've not watched it. The talent you have, like just sitting down at a piano and be able to do that. I mean, Victoria Wood, hello. We salute oh, you. I love her. Victoria. Um, although, yeah, the essence of sort of like you say, the, the Peter Kay vibe, the, you know, Jane McDonald, not so much because I'm a huge fan of yours more. But, um, I just think, you know, you, that 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 helped you, that launched you a bit and got it you... Did, it did, and I'll tell you, I'm proud of the of the way that I stuck, I followed everything that the producers told me to do because they looked at the act as a whole yeah. and they really honed in on the comedy writing, which I was mm. already doing. Mm. And they said, you need to be making more of this because there's nobody that's done that since oh, Victoria Wood. Yeah. So that's what I did and I concentrated on that solely and... and realize that i enjoyed doing it but the thing i don't want to do is get stuck into that mold because there's more to the act like and you've got to realize as well like you're saying about you know things you've not achieved but there'll be so many women out there that will look at what you've done already and think god i wish i'd done that i wish i would love to have been on you know britain's got talent i'd love to have gone on cruise ships and performed in front of huge audiences what you're doing is looking at something that doesn't exist and going but i didn't hit that did I do you know what I mean I just realised Kelly you've just got it in perspective they'll be sat there going listen to this morning cow no 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 that's not what I mean what a self-centered awful creature I've turned it's show business I just think women 
as in our whole, we constantly look at what we've not done and what we would, you know, we should be this, we should be that, we should have two million followers on Instagram, we should have this gig, we should have that gig. I did it a long time when I was in radio, you know, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And all the things I sort of wanted to do or thought that I was going to do, I didn't. And my career sort of took a really different path. But what I've always sort of realised or come to realise over the last few years is that um, I've achieved a lot and I'm really happy. And that is the most important thing. And I think you are. I just think that you you put a massive pressure on yourself. There'll be loads of women that will listen to this episode and just laugh their heads off, think you're amazing. Why aren't I that funny? You know, why couldn't I do Do you know what I mean? You've got to look at everything you have done. Do you know, um, because I think men, men are not as hard on themselves, right? Because you get really yeah. ugly men. And they, so like a good-looking woman would rate herself as a 7 out of 10, whereas a, a really awful man would rate himself as a 10 out of 10. Not all men, that's just a sweeping generalisation. And I know there's lots of younger men now that are more in, in touch with the being, you know, more sensitive and things. But you get some some men who, who are just overly confident. And I think it's because they've always had the right to be that way. And I think the generation I'm from, we were still in that generation it. where yeah. if you went to get something, you were automatically a ball-breaking bitch. And you yeah. you, then, you weren't feminine because you wanted things. You had ambitions. Um, especially, like, when you're northern, you know, you, you, you're supposed to enter Yorkshire pudding-making competitions and stuff like that. And there's a lot of that attitude still. But I think men are just more comfortable in asking for what they want and going for it. A lot of the time when we have our different celebrity women guests on, they we talk about this a lot, you know, the different kind of language, the different labels that are given between men and women. But also, you know, what we have to remember is a lot of the time you can work with a man, they'll be paid more than you, they'll be given more um, uh, praise for the success of the, the duo. They might not even be as good as you, they might, they might not have the talent you've got and you're the one carrying them you're yeah. the one inspiring them and they go on and, and they get all the accolades and it boils my yeah i know <laughs> it does it does us but what that does is it makes it easier for men then to just get things and expect things and they do have that confidence because it's sort of given to them without trying whereas for women i think we have to work harder yeah, and i don't want that to be the case i want it to change but for my daughter's sake because I'm trying to to shelter her from the way I feel about things. I don't want her to to think it's going to be harder. I want her to think it's going to be simple. So I do have to I do have to zip and bite my tongue a little bit when I'm speaking around her because I'm aware that I don't want her to feel like I've always felt. I want her to feel that things are achievable, and I think things are changing. Mm-hmm. But I do think I don't think I'll be around when when they do come full circle and, and we have the same privileges and the same pay and all that. I think I'll be long gone. Um, but I want her to believe that she can can do anything she wants as well as if if not better than a man. So absolutely, Anna, you you've come from a you know a tough place. You know Yorkshire working men's clubs and you know cabaret and as a, a female entertainer and then a female comedian. I mean it's you know that's tough. Um, so you've done you know you've done your the hard work, the real graft to, to get where you yeah. are. And that's why I think you know you've got to remember some of your defining moments are not to, you know as opposed to saying well I should have done this. You know you've had some amazing moments. And I did look back before I had a chat with you. I looked back at the final and wow honestly Siobhan 
I was like, and I thought, and that woman has done that. She's done it herself. And she's come from a place that, you know, a lot of us couldn't have, have risen to the, to, to the challenge like you. Um, and it takes talent, but it takes something deep inside, which, you know, maybe you should recognize a bit more because, you know, I could watch that over and over again and there'll be more of that to come. So yeah, you call me when you start feeling the wrong way. You know, that is lovely because, for a year, you know, not doing much at all, and then still to hear that, it's really nice. Thank you. Wow. Well, I feel like we need to hug you, and we can't because we're on Zoom. But <laughs> it's been lovely to chat to you. Thank you, Siobhan. Thank you for having me. It's been a laugh. I've really enjoyed. It. Pleasure. Yeah. Thank you.